0: Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every good conversation starts. Sit back and listen as we talk to the authors who take you to different places every time you turn those pages. If you enjoy what you hear, give us a like, share with a friend, reach out, we want to hear from you. to the author's porch where every good conversation starts we are so blessed and favored to be here i am cj your host and we have the lovely anastasia as our co-host how are you doing anastasia i'm doing good cj how are you i'm doing fantastic i am so excited we have chrissy reagan all the way from australia with us tonight how are you
1: doing chrissy i'm good it's uh, morning time here so thank you for having me in your evening time
0: Yes, you know, right before we got online, uh, Chrissy asked me, she says, hey, Did you have your tea yet? And I thought for a minute, then I was like, Oh, right. I uh, was stationed in England. So I knew what that meant. I was like, Yes, I had my dinner. <laughs> so it was great to listen to some of those familiar things from the time that I actually did travel to a few places way before the pandemic. So uh, it was nice to kind of relate in that way. Um, guys,
1: the
0: time. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's so great to connect with our international friends and have that that connection, knowing that. And we were also talking about Chrissy is in Australia right now physically, but she's also in Chicago and Texas and me and Anastasia get to be in Australia. Did you know you was going to Australia tonight, Anastasia? I did not know I was going to Australia. I didn't pack enough clothes. (laughs) We are international, baby. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I love it. And so, guys, I want to uh, introduce you a little bit to Chrissy and kind of give you a little bit more information before we let her give us some more information about herself, because I know a little bit, but obviously she knows a lot more. I'm trying to be funny tonight. I don't know if it's working <laughs> or not. But anyway, so I uh, connected with Chrissy through many messages and stuff, and I had a little bit... Of time to kind of look into her background and and look at some of the things that she has accomplished in her life, and I was just floored. My draw, my 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 chin just dropped on the floor. I was like, seriously, mm-hmm. um, Christy. Christy is known as the wellness poet, and she does poetry. She writes books. She has performed at the Special Olympics in Australia. She has been on stages all over the world, and now she is. Uh, she has settled down just a little bit, not all not all kinds, but just a little bit, and we were talking before we went live, Chrissy has uh, two beautiful children that she is the mother to as well, and that she is, um, we were talking about school and all that lovely stuff, so Chrissy, um, later on in the show, we also talked about, she has a poem on her website that really struck me for kind of the place that the world is in right now, and us as individuals that i want to read uh, later in the show but i want to hear more about your journey to where you got to right now and your author journey as well as i want to learn more about that special uh not, yeah more about the special olympics because i was like um how did you get there because i mean i'm trying to get on that level
2: that's yeah, amazing
1: Oh, well, it was them. It was the Sydney 2000 Olympics, so it was 20 years ago now, and I was a performer in the opening ceremony along with some of my friends, and it was an awesome night to be on the stage, and I have to say it's the best night of my life, actually. <laughs> wow. Um, much more fun than the two times I was blessed to become a mum. That was painful and excruciating, uh, not so memorable <laughs> for good reasons, but... Um, yeah. But the, the night I ran onto the stage at the Sydney Olympics was the greatest night of my life and I still get goosebumps when I think about it. So it was very special. And, um, and it was just by chance, you know. I think in my life I've seen opportunities and I've just taken them. I guess some people call me an action taker. So I, have, I don't shy away from um, taking action and I don't shy away probably from intention setting if I feel like I would like to do something then i'll find a way to do it and i didn't realize some things about myself last year as someone um they did my chinese astrology chart which showed me the different layers of my personality and who i am as a person and i always knew i was born in the year of the rabbit which is um 1975 but i didn't know i was born on the day of the rat so what, um, which was last year was the year of the rat. So um, I'm, I'm a naturally very busy and inquisitive person and I find a way to get things done. So mm-hmm. it was really interesting to have that shown to me on paper because I think, oh yeah, that kind of, I can see now how I am the way I am throughout my life and why I've done things that I've done and I've found a way to kind of make things happen. So that was an interesting experience.
0: You know, that sounds, um... When you say very busy and and getting things done, that sounds a lot like me and Anastasia, right? Because um, if you ever look at our Facebook pages or ever have a conversation off the porch with us, me and her are often in each other's inbox about this, that or the other and having conversations and even posting about the many different things we're getting into. So we definitely understand you about that because uh, sometimes doesn't it feel like you have? to not have to but like you're compelled like on the inside because you it's like I feel like there's so many things I want to do in this world and I'm I feel like if I just sit down I'm I'm not going to get them done do you ever feel that
1: yes absolutely like but also I recognize now that My mum coined a phrase for me, I was either flat out or flat out. (laughs) So I was working a million miles at a pace at a million miles an hour or I was flat on my back exhausted. And I've learned from that (laughs) over time. Uh, I now know how to adapt and modify when I'm starting to feel my energy drain. But also I'm aware now when my energy is high. And when I'm feeling good and I can make stuff happen really quickly. And I think that's what's enabled me to publish two books in 2020 um, because mm-hmm. I used my energy to support me when I was, you know, in those moments of flow. And and since I've regained good health and wellness, I can easily go into flow state when I want to create something, which is very powerful as well. And I really want to thank you guys for inviting me because, you know, it's so nice to connect with people all over the place who have shared values and, and shared interests and who want to kind of share the work of others. And I really, really am grateful for that, so thank you.
0: You're welcome. We, we love to have people that want to share their journey, want to share you know, the triumphs and also the hard times as well because we all know that it's not easy. Um, it's not easy to follow your dreams uh, no matter how confident of a person you are, there's going to be doubts at times. And there's going to be people that aren't going to believe in you. And that's okay. Because not everybody, like I tell people often, not everybody is meant to go where you're going, right? Um, your books, tell me about, you have a children's book, and then you have uh, Unbroken to Unbroken, right?
1: Unbroken, unbreakable, yeah. So Broken Break Down, Breakable was my first book, which I published last year, and um, it's a self-help, health, and well-being book. And then off the back of that, um, there was an opportunity and a moment of inspiration, and I wrote my children's book, which came out in November. So that's this one, the koala who lost his heart. Okay. And a children's book, and it talks about a young koala who loses his family in a bushfire, and on, and obviously he's very sad and lonely, but he discovers how to love himself take care of himself and find friendship and the power of self-love um and and supporting others so it's a kind of a journey a transformational journey for a koala through the eyes of a child
0: that's sweet i love that you stay true to um your country's native animals and and the things that are very realistic in what is going on, kind of what had already went on as well. I know there was a lot of devastation in the past years, uh, recent years, what has happened over there. So thank you for some of the things that you are bringing into that book and some of the realism that people are going to connect with.
1: Thank you. And it, what's, you know, I love koalas, but it's what's interesting about this process for me is I've done a lot of readings at schools and libraries and things. And um, a fundraising events for koalas and i say to children you know who loves koalas and everyone puts up their hands and i say who loves their mummy and daddy and everyone puts up their hands and i say who loves themselves and most children don't put up their hands
0: that breaks my heart just thinking I know. about that I
1: know. and i've more and more and more times i've done these and i you know in my own journey for you know health and wellness i had to start to understand the importance of self-love and practice it Um, because for me growing up as a child you're told not to love yourself not to big note yourself not to boast about your experiences you know and so I've kept my um, you know the website that you talked about where it shows my accomplishments was immensely uncomfortable for me to put that together because I don't want to be talking about you know, myself in that rock star kind of a way. It's not natural for me because I've had that beaten out of me as a child and as a teenager particularly. So I can see how my journey to rediscover my self-worth and my value and my, you know, how I see myself in the world has had to rapidly evolve and I've had to unlearn a lot of um, conditioned behaviours and beliefs and self-sabotage in my internal critic in order to now become the person that I am. And I see that a lot also with children. And, and I don't want my children to, I want to be the person that breaks the cycle for kids so that they grow up feeling self-worth, they grow up feeling self-love. It's not something that they have to learn in their 40s. <laughs> yeah, and,
0: and I think that, you know, Anastasia is great at this because I watch her a lot of times. And Anastasia, if you don't mind me telling your age range. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Okay. okay, Anastasia's in her 20s. Right so and and so she's very she's she's a boss like she will tell people look this is what i have for you and i love that because i i'm in my 40s and i'm very um introverted and being able to talk about myself um i do these podcasts to lift other people up because i know the struggle that i have with them myself And when I was looking, when I was thinking of who am I going to ask to be a co-host with me, I was like, I need her energy. Like I need somebody that is always about knowing their self-worth and not having to, not having to get, sorry, my dogs are going crazy, about to go crazy. Uh, Not having to, you know, grab onto somebody else. Like I seen that she stood on her own two feet and and she wasn't scared to promote herself and to let people know what she had, and that's why I picked her as a co-host. But you're absolutely right. Um, those of us uh, older generation folks, it was kind of told to us not to, don't don't do stuff like that because you look like you're conceited or you 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 think of yourself too much, and and it was very frowned upon. And and I. And I love that you're teaching your kids to um, think more of themselves because that's what we're telling our kids as well. And and I know Anastasia wrote a children's book, Uh, "Mom, I'm Being Bullied," and in her book, because I read her book, it talks about how the mother tells her son, "Tell me everything and think more of yourself and stuff like that." And I think this is what's needed in children's books today: is yes, be humble, but you can stand up and be amazing and let people know how amazing you are and that is one of the reasons why you know we created the author's porch just because we want to give everybody that platform even the ones that it's hard for them to talk about themselves it's hard for them to like you said put yourself out there like a rock star but you are a rock star you know (laughs) And um, so we wanted to, we, we'll we do it for you. Don't worry about it. We'll do it for you, you know? Yes. <laughs> so it, it's important that for the ones that don't have that voice the way, you know, um, people in Anastasia's um, generation do, that confidence or whatever it may be, um, we wanted to to portray that here on the porch. And that's why we have the two different generations and we have you know the the two different uh personalities you know uh, obviously i'm more outspoken but as long as it's not about me if it's about me i get real quiet <laughs> so tell us more about your uh your book broken to unbreakable i'm really interested in that one cuz we talked a little bit about it before we went live
1: yes so um uh in 2019 in january 2019 i had recognized for myself that i was in a bit of a health crisis and I wanted to do something about it. And the only decision I made in January 2019 was that I wanted to become healthy because I wanted to be around for my children. That was the first decision I had to make. And um, I didn't set any goals. I just decided my intention is to be healthy and little by little I um, opportunities and things started unfolding for me and in a pretty amazing way and i started journaling and i started writing poems for the first time in probably 15 years and i started doing things to kind of recognize that my self-care had been very poor for a long period of time i'd been living contrary to my values i've been compromising my health um, for others and i had been um you know really um probably in some ways abusing myself because I didn't have self-worth and, and, and um, self-love, to be honest. So uh, once I started to understand that, which is a pretty painful experience to go through, as you can imagine, when you recognise that you've actually been doing yourself damage but at the same time wondering why no one's there to help you, mm-hmm. um, I started to think a lot about that. So um, I started writing in my journal, and actually I have it here. I'll quickly show you. It was called my... Um, My No Bad Days journal. Because I I was very guilty of saying to people, I'm having a really bad day, you know?
2: The whole day would be.
1: Yeah, I know. And so after a little bit of journaling time, I read. And the other funny thing that when I picked, I was was drawn to this book, and in the inside it says, Let Your Light Shine. And when I opened it and I saw that, I thought, This is for me. I need this. And so I bought this book and I started writing in it. I wrote down my 12 steps here, which which was literally in the first 15 pages of my new journal. And so I started living those 12 steps in 2019. So in January, um, February, so on and so forth, all the way throughout 2019, I lived those steps. And initially I was just doing my my healthcare plan for myself. But what transpired probably by the middle of that year was I started to realize there's something in this, it's working, you know, my um, physical health, my mental health, my emotional health, everything had, had improved rapidly. You know, all of my blood tests were normal after having been chronically ill, like a lot of stuff happened for me. Mm-hmm. So I thought I need to write a book. And I have always enjoyed writing poetry. I have always um, liked writing short stories and stuff, but that had not been my career path. I'd written a lot of articles online for business communities, so on and so forth. And I always tried to add like the creative twisty spin. I started studying sports journalism as a teenager and again, it gave it up. So um, it was interesting then. So by the August of 2019, I thought to myself, well, August is about adventure and what is the biggest adventure I could embark on? And I decided that that adventure was to write my book now i'm getting emotional but it's not just about writing the book it was about like how can i recognize what i want my life purpose to be and how can i walk up to people who've never met me before and introduce myself and say hi i'm chrissy i'm a writer mm. and at that, at that exact moment within a few weeks this interesting story um who i'm sure you know paolo Collar, who wrote the alchemist mm. um, you know the book the alchemist yes So it's the most read book on the planet. And um, when he was a teenager, his parents three times put him into a mental institution for wanting to be a writer. Now, my parents didn't put me into a mental institution, but, you know, um, I was not necessarily ever fully encouraged to follow my passion of being a writer and an English teacher in fact once told me a story I, written, I wrote was quite boring in front of the entire class so mm. it was not really something that I felt that I had the skill or the ability to put out into the world right. so when I kind of started to unpick a little bit of that for myself I thought okay you know what if I want to be a writer I need to put myself out into the world I need to show up for my ambition I need to show up for my adventure and I need to practice and I need to put my work out there and so by August, I had already written a lot of poetry in this journal, and I had read it only to a few people who liked it. And so I thought, right, I'll create a page for my poetry. And then I started writing the book and um, I launched the book live on Facebook, which was the scariest thing I've ever done in my life uh, in February last year in 2020. So that's a bit of the journey.
0: Uh, you know, it is very scary. Um when you you know that you have the ability to do something so amazing and the possibility to change people's lives and nobody around you is is supportive or paying attention but you still feel it right here so i want to say thank you for sharing that thank you for sharing your wonderful ability and your need and compassion to help other people uh, do what you've done, which is be- from broken to unbreakable. I mean, I, all of us. I think everybody has been there at some point in their life. We've we've struggled through a part of our life. And when you were telling that story about the teacher, um, my my story was a little bit different. I had a teacher say, "Well, you you wrote a good story. Um, you should you should do more." But I didn't think enough of myself because of the environment that I was in at home, where everyone told me I wasn't smart. I wasn't enough so I I just never pursued it and I went on the rest of my life to believe that as well until finally I just said tired of feeling this way and I wrote it you know and you know and I and I see some of Anastasia's posts sometimes about you don't have to support me, I can support myself type of stuff. Like, and and I love that. And I'm like, yes, honey. Ooh, and and when I see those, when I, and I don't know if she realizes how much motivation she gives people like me, because when I see those posts, I'm like, that's right. Because it usually is on a day where I'm feeling like there's nobody out there paying attention, nobody cares. I'm trying so hard and no one's, no one even, looks at anything I do. And then I see a post like that. And I'm like, you got it. That's right. You know, It's, it's, it's those journeys like yours, Chrissy and Anastasia's that allows the rest of us to keep going. So thank you so much for publishing that book. Uh, because there's going to be somebody that is going to touch in a place that they're going to follow their dream because of it. You know so it takes one person to follow their dream so the next one can so the next one can and so on and so forth um if you don't mind i would love to read one of your poems um i was going through your website and i was reading your poems and one of them really struck me and i think it's very fitting for today and tonight if that's okay with you please thank you okay the sum of you The sum of you is hard to measure. It's the total expanse of your pain and pleasure. It's the tiny details from your hearts to your nails and all the interactions and distractions you've had on your trails. It's your past, your present and your future. The untold stories you've tried to suture. It's your hopes and dreams, conquests and schemes, your loves, your losses, your friends and bosses. It's the truth inside that only you know where doubters, haters, and healers can't go. Inside your soul is where it starts, a map and key to the sum of your parts. Only you can unlock it, only you can block it. Let it grow, let them know you are more than the sum of your parts. It is so beautiful, right? (laughs) right like when I read that on the site I took a few minutes and just sat there and let those words resonate in me and just think about that you know you're not everything that everyone's ever told you you are you're what you choose to be you know and I'm glad that you chose to be a writer because you're enriching people's lives and you're also a life coach. Would you mind sharing a little bit about that with us before um, we don't take up your whole afternoon? Cause I'll talk forever. We all do now
1: because I've never had one of my poems read back to me. So thank you
0: for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And I think that your poetry is, is something that is going to touch lives. If more people would just read it and, and pay attention to the, um, the levity the, the the real the heaviness of those words and not heavy in a bad way heavy in a a good way a way that um, if you really listen to the meaning they will speak to your entire life
1: thank you very much you know i wrote that poem for my book launch and i wrote it on the plane on the way to Melbourne, when I launched my book live, because I thought this is such an emotional process writing a book. So I'm sure you girls would agree with that. And you've got to go to some painful places to write a book that you put your heart and soul into. Mm-hmm. And now, like a year later, I still find myself crying at the traffic lights some afternoons <laughs> at two o'clock. And I'm thinking, what's going on? <laughs> funny because I'm now allowing those emotions to come to me more readily, as opposed to trying to suppress them, oh, don't be so emotional, Chris. It's like, no, it's okay. Um, And that poem isn't included in my book, but it's actually been one of the most um, fulfilling pieces of work I've done because it's allowed me to recognize that, yes, I did, you know, I did have things that was holding me back. I wasn't, you know, living to my true potential and the, you know, haters and doubters and healers. Not even your parents or your siblings or your partner knows your true potential.
0: Yes. So, so,
2: so, so true.
1: And, and, And Realizing that for myself, I realized that for my two young girls. And so I don't want to limit their potential. I don't want to tell them what they can and can't do in their life. I don't want to tell them what jobs they should have and what they should study because their soul will resonate with you know, the people that they're meant to align with. And I really want to, now in my 40s, I'm, I'm not scared what people think of me because I'm my own harshest critic. There's nothing that you can say to me that I haven't already said to myself. So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. So all I need now to realize is to not to allow my doubts and my fears and anything to allow my soul to give to the world in the way that I feel that it can do that. And no one knows that except me. so therefore it's like your your post you know i'm i'm doing you know it's like you know you inspire the hearts of others when you follow your passions and i just really want to demonstrate that and to role model that because if i'm following my passion then if i do inspire other people then that's great and but i'm not going to block myself and i need to unlock my true potential so that's what that's all about yeah
0: that's that's awesome you know it's funny um you know, you you talk about inspiring your children as well. I tell my kids all the time, if they complete their bachelor's degree, I'm gonna have to go further than them because I'm not about to let them pass me up in no degree. So it's funny how, as a parent, because we've all got kids, it's funny how we're like, okay, well, I did this, you know, and you tell them and then they're like, okay, well, I'm going to do that too. And you're like, oh, no, you didn't. I'm going to have to go here. So I was going to have to say, okay, you write a book. <laughs> right. <laughs> then you could get on my level. So if you could say one thing to anybody out there that um, is having self-doubts, wants to be an aspiring author, anything, what would be the one piece of advice that you give to somebody out there in the world that you think that could, they, they could really take to heart and and maybe create a better future for themselves
1: yeah that's an awesome question it's probably hard to articulate like in the right way um for me i feel that everyone has a story to share that will help someone just like them that's the first thing so you know something that's nearby is someone just like me that's a line in my book because you know you your your story might not be exactly the same as me but nearby is someone else just like me so that's the first thing so know that you would be helping someone just like you if you go to the deepest part of your pain and unlock it you create you you tap into your greatest gift and i think we spend so much effort and energy suppressing our pain we don't allow our gifts to rise to the surface so i no longer want to suppress my pain i want it because i want my gift to arise to the surface and i think with a lot of authors who have that gift or people who have a story that they want to share if they allow the pain to rise to the surface, then their gift will magically appear um, for them. And so that's kind of what I want to say to people. And, you know, you don't need to be an English literature major. I'm a storyteller. I'm not so good at editing. (laughs) That's for the editors.
0: (laughs) That's for the editors. Yes.
1: I make mistakes, you know, and and sometimes someone will read something and go, is that what you mean? And I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense to me. but this is the thing, you have to just use your own words to be a storyteller for a, a message that's true to you. And I think if you're trying to create something, like I've got two half-written chick-lit novels sitting on my computer, I want to be the next Carrie Bradshaw and be a chick-lit novelist, you know, like <laughs> I see my life is the sex-in-the-city literature writer. So, you know, I thought I'm, marrying, I'm the next Marion Keys and I think I even said that to an agent once and they're like, piss <laughs> off. <So. laughs> probably most inside of me that needed to come out was this self-help health and well-being book and i feel now that i've unlocked my my purpose and my gifts are rising to the surface that it is that you know that health and well-being space that self-love self-worth and not self-sabotaging and just saying to yourself every day i'm enough just as i am I don't need to come on to this show to try and impress either of you because you're enough and i'm enough and we're here and we're talking and that's enough and just showing up is enough
0: yeah, yeah. love that i absolutely love that And uh chiclet um we have one of our uh, resident um chiclet um, lovers uh, nicole you should definitely collaborate with her she came on our show uh, before and I just had her I was talking with her she's the one we did a full hour last Saturday on my other podcast you should definitely talk with her because she is a um, chick writer and you guys could collaborate and talk about chick and she's phenomenal you would absolutely love her so Nicole uh, Pequin, you should uh, reach out to Chrissy Reagan you two need to get together because she writes a book um, and it's um, sex in the city meets Bridget Jones diary uh, you two could definitely have some good conversations. Uh, <laughs> Anastasia, do you have any questions for Chrissy before we wrap up the show, or any um, advice for anybody that is kind of having any doubts?
2: No particular questions. Um, like Chrissy said, we are we're enough. No matter what you're doing, no matter if you feel like someone's not supporting you or whatever the case may be, you're still enough. Do it anyway.
1: Yeah. And- Sorry, we talked about that, you know, those people, I call them the facemakers, you know. When you say, oh, I'm writing a book, like you're writing a book.
2: That's the face.
1: (laughs) Now that I've seen the facemakers towards myself lots of times and I've had people say to me, oh, I'm working on a book, and I go, oh, have you met many facemakers yet, you know? (laughs) And I laugh about it. because, um, You know, those facemakers are really hurtful. But equally, I think to myself, you know, the facemakers, A, you'll prove them wrong, B, they don't know the sum of your parts, and C, just avoid them. Work on your product, do your product, put it out into the world the way you want to sell it or where you want to share it. And then sometime in the future, the facemakers will be like, oh, oh. You know, like you just don't need to surround yourself with facemakers. And if you've got facemakers in your life, just move house or something, you know, it's like that's you know, or just don't share with them. Just keep yourself yep. safe from those facemakers because they can they can impact you, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, The negative energy can definitely impact you in ways that you didn't imagine, especially if you're writing a book, it could deter you from writing all type of different things. So I try to stay away from people like that. And if I feel like if I tell you, hey, I just wrote my 16th book and I'm watching how you making faces because I wrote 16 books and you didn't, we have the same 24 hours. So you have the same time that I have. You may have kids just like I have. You may have a nine to five, just like I have. I figured out a way to manage my time. You can do the same thing. So there's no need for you to make faces. If that's the case, you know what? We shouldn't do this, but we can reverse the roles. We're going to make faces when they tell us they can't (laughs) make time to write a book. That's what we're going to do from now on. We're making faces back.
0: (laughs) 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 When when, (laughs) Anastasia said, I just, when she says, I just wrote my 16th book, this is a face I, (laughs) <laughs> that's my face that's the face I give I don't do that I just, like I need to catch up like like here I am no kids at home and I can't even write that fast like you got two small kids working a full-time job and a brand new fiance and I still can't write that fast I ain't got no kids at home <laughs> that's the face I give but you know if you're looking for motivation if you're looking for somebody to, to show you what motivation looks like uh, Anastasia what's the name of your group that you have on Facebook be yourself. Just look for be yourself. Connect with Anastasia here, and she'll show you what motivation looks like because she's not playing around. You guys, sixteen books, two small children at home, working a full time job outside of the house most of the time, and a brand new fiance.
1: <laughs> so virtual fist bumping. Fist bump. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. So, um, Chrissy, do you have any shout outs you want to give before we before we end for the night?
1: um who would i love to shout out to you know i think as much as people can hold us back sometimes help can come from hidden places can't it or sometimes you know you kind of you you overlook the the people who might be supportive of you in your own backyard because you don't want to share with them so you know there's a couple of people who have come out of the woodwork to be immensely supportive to me and my writing journey and i'm really grateful for that providing money to help print my books, you know, which is immensely expensive, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and just to be supportive and to share my work. You know, there's been so many people over the last um, 12 months and I'm so, so grateful for the people that are supporting my work, both here and abroad, because I feel that... um, You know it does give you confidence it does know that your message is helping people and they don't have to do it and so every day when someone shares something of mine or you know tells me about their book or i see a little royalty payment for twenty dollars coming into my bank account i just send out a little blessing for the universe (laughs) thank you thank you thank you
0: yeah absolutely Guys, we're so blessed Chrissy that you came on the show tonight. Um, You left me in a better place today than I was yesterday, that's for sure. It's always great talking to and connecting with new authors, Um, you know, even though you wrote a book a year ago, you're new to me. And I'm so glad that I came across you because that poem hit my heart in a place that I definitely needed to hear. Uh, Everyone go out and check out Chrissy's website, thewellnesspoet.com. She has all kinds of things on there. You can uh, link up with her for life coaching. There's all, her books are on there. You'll see her poetry and different things that uh, Chrissy does in in her daily life, stuff like that. You can also go and follow Anastasia. Her links are on here, author Anastasia. She just published a new book Uh, when When (laughs) paths cross, let me get my words out. And we also have our website, theauthorsporch.com where you can sign up to our uh, email newsletter. And all of the authors that come on the porch, we have a page just for them So that you can go on and see their work we're going to keep all their work on that page so every author that comes across the porch we're going to make sure we have a spot for them to showcase the work that they do so every time they send a new book um excuse me promotional flyer we're going to make sure we put it up on our page so that people can go and find the authors that come across the porch um we are sponsoring the truce we hide podcast because it is a mental health podcast army veteran um Annette Wittenberger, she has been doing this for three years now and she brings people on the show and they talk about mental health and it is such an important, (coughs) excuse me, it's such an important topic. It's such an important thing in our world right now that we talk about mental health issues. We talk about supporting people that have mental health issues. And I thought it was very fitting to sponsor that podcast and be a part of that world with, annette wittenberger who is also a veteran Uh, she served 17 years in the army and she retired and she is also a military spouse currently um, her spouse is still on active duty and what her podcast does the truce we hide is it talks about the things that a lot of folks don't want to talk about because they struggle with uh, different things depression anxiety it's something that i deal with every single day as well So I thought it very fitting after we talked about those, you know, people not supporting us and going through those things in our life that we have to overcome so that we can, you know, accomplish our dreams. Um, Her podcast is saving a lot of lives out there. So uh, you guys will see a lot of things about that sponsorship coming up at a Mental Health Summit over on VeteranSocial.com. There's a Mental Health Summit on the 3rd of April that they will be putting on if anybody wants to go and be a part of that. Um, go over and check them out. Ryan Hunt is the uh, CEO of Pando Media, and he is putting that on with Richard Kaufman and Annette as well. So with all of that said, that was a mouthful. (laughs) Um, We are going to end the night. We are so thankful for this platform to bring authors and talk to amazing people from all over the world and i'm so glad that i got to visit australia it seems very warm with the sun shining over there with you chrissy um and i didn't even have to get my passport i didn't have to pack i didn't have to get jet lag or nothing so um thank you again chrissy we will definitely stay in touch and we will see you another time you guys have a great night we'll see you bye good night